if you're using Postgres partitioning, you might want to watch out for this one. You see, guys, Postgres partitioning is this capability that allows you to horizontally slice your large table and effectively put them into multiple partitions or just literally multiple tables. The, the difference between creating your own tables and partitioning is just... Uh, it is still presented to you as one logical table and it's hiding the the fact that it's actually multiple tables and the beauty of this is when you do a partition key you can specify based on your where clause uh, that key and Postgres will immediately know exactly which partition to hit. So it doesn't really scan all the partitions just scan one or two partition depends on what you're trying to do. So instead of working with massive table with billions of rows you work with a smaller table with maybe millions of rows like a little bit smaller tens of thousands and the smaller the table the smaller the indexes the faster the queries that's that's the rule we talked about always i talk about it in my course right my database course it's the best way to work with a billion row table is to avoid working with a billion rows you take as much as possible you do absolutely everything you can to avoid touching billion rows you work with smaller thing and that's basically that's the, the idea of indexing really right we take shortcuts like okay let's skip this branch let's skip this branch so we can directly hit what we want but partitioning has a price and this is something i never knew before again this is only postgres and Kyle Haley, he's a really experienced DBA, has been working in this industry for over maybe 20 years, since 1984. So he has like 13 years of experience in Oracle and other, he worked with other companies. You know. His new startup, uh, they're using Postgres and he's been blogging about the some of the pains of Postgres. I know I talk a lot of good thing about Postgres in this channel, but nothing is uh, nothing is without you know limitations and uh, it's good to actually understand these limitations and see if there are solutions for them and the good news is there is most of these i would say bugs if you will issues not necessarily bugs has been fixed and addressed in newer version of postgres how about we actually go into this article and discuss it in detail this is fascinating stuff. I love this. Uh, I absolutely love this stuff. Let's jump into it. Welcome to the Backend Engineering Show with your host, Hussein Nasser. This is the show where we discuss the art and the craft of building software and cover recent news on backend technologies. If you enjoy the show, make sure to subscribe to the YouTube channel and rate it on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. With that said, let's get on the show. Early in my career 20 years ago, I built database applications without fully grasping their inner mechanics, facing performance issues, racing conditions, 
bugs, and even corruption, which often left me helpless. I finally resolved to truly understand the workings of database systems, ensuring I know every single query that my app sends and its execution in the database. I've condensed these core principles of database engineering into a course for my own younger self, grounded in my personal experiences rather than theories. If you're interested, head to databases.win for a discount coupon that is databases with an s dot win w i n that link redirects to udemy with a discount coupon thank you so much for your support let's get back to the show all right this comes from kyle haley's blog uh titled postgres partition pains lock manager weights i'm not gonna read the whole article i'm gonna read some blurbs and and kind of add my commentary to this article i'm gonna reference this article in the in the show notes below uh, of course this episode is available on both in podcast form and on youtube so you can listen to it if you prefer prefer the if you prefer the podcast form so let's get started so uh, the blog starts with showing some charts about a degradation of query performance application retries and failures and essentially weights and errors right? and usually when you when you see that you freak out right there's like a failures and and weights right? if queries are are waiting and and uh, essentially causing other queries to weights and um, failures at the application level debugging and logging that's when when basically things are going wrong at the database so he's showing some chart at it started at this particular point and he's adding a very nice summary of what happened so let's read that summary in the above charts our production system hit the wall by a blind siding pile up on a lock manager weight he doesn't explain what a lock manager is neither did he know what a lock manager was when he when he encountered that neither did i to be honest i don't know what a lock manager is right and causing the application i'm gonna we're gonna explain all of that causing the application to start hitting thousand errors a second that's just nuts right i managed to mitigate the pileup by detaching seven partitions for the core table so he, now he's explaining that i was using partitions Right? but there's like a story to all of that so the partitioning is already there so he solved that by detaching partitioning but what is the problem really and he goes into you know painstakingly good details i absolutely love uh, i just recently discovered him to be honest and i absolutely love the way he goes into the details so now he's saying he's like look at this like picture this you're an experienced gray beard database administrator walking into one of the most buzzed about an innovative startup your entry ticket your depth experience so he is really experienced he has like what over 20 years maybe more you know in, in database you know administrations so people rely on that for the databasey stuff right and uh i like how humble he is here you know and i absolutely like this He's not, he's not afraid to call himself out for not getting this, right? So he, now he discovered the database, like this startup is using Postgres, and we're talking 8 terabyte with 
This database is 8 terabytes in size with 10,000 queries per second is describing the workload and 10 million new records added daily, each receiving an average of three updates. Ugh, you know, so 10 million rows and each one receiving an update. So you're talking 30 million tuples effectively, right? Because that uh, updates in Postgres is actually an insert, right? Managing, managing this is not small feat and uh, this is where the experience comes in. I want to jump into where he actually talked about this is the orders table. This is the massive table where things go in. Right? And there was a problem with this large order table. This is pre-partitioning, right? So this table became so large that vacuuming started to stall and uh, you know queries getting started to slow down and as a result as a you know naturally you partition this table into smaller and smaller and smaller smaller table now you can make strategy what do you partition with right and one the strategy that he initially picked was to partition by day so by date the order date but to partition by day so every table every day you get a new table so that's what it's like because hey it's a 10 million rows it's like 10 million a table that's that's a nice right i would have done the same thing to be honest like okay 10 minute table let's do that all right so he started doing here's another complete blog i'm going to reference it as well he's referencing it to say hey this is where we did the work we moved from a single table to a partitioned by day, right? So every day there is a new table added. So think about how many tables this instance has now. And instead of one big table, now we have smaller and smaller table, but a lot of them, right? And there is a partitioning. So it's still looking at the orders table, but behind the scene, it's it's essentially uh, it's essentially partitioned, right? Cool. Right. So they did this work. Everything was happy. Everything was good. They saw great performance, you know. So they did the conversion on April 1st, 2023. This is where they did it. April 1st, they did it. Everything was going smoothly. And Zaki didn't pay much attention. They, he saw like a little bit of spike up. And it was so tiny, didn't really zoom in to, to take a look. At May 6th, to be exact, 2023, right? The database began to experience severe lock manager waits. That's when the client started to feel it. That's why the user started to feel it. You only, you, I mean, yeah, you can have all the chart and monitoring you have, right? But all, the real, real production is like you only really take a look, really deep look, when something is affecting the users. So when I click, a button or i submit something and the backend application struggles to process this because of another backend request to the data store in this case postgres then you start to notice right okay let's take a look at the database and there it is may 6 lock manager waits like what is lock manager it's marked a sudden change from a smooth operation we've we've seen since the part partition conversion on april 1st the primary function of the database the work queue operation started to stall so he's showing a, a graph here for the lock manager waits by sessions and you can see that there are weights started to pile up right and especially in may 6 that weight started to really show there was something but it's barely noticeable was barely noticeable 
right? So, and then he's like comparing it with the application errors. So it's like matching up. That's how we, that's how you do basically forensics now. He's doing DBA forensics. You don't see really much details until you do log scale, right? So log scale basically scales your chart so you can see everything. And there it is. When did this happen? The real thing that started to happen is actually on April 11. They started to see these weights, right? It's not as much as May 6, but April 11 is where it started. So a mere 10 days. Remember what happened? April 1st, they started partitioning. Every day they add a new table, remember, right? Every table is a 10 million row table. That's the average here, right? So let's read this part. That's what I'm interested in. When we examine the log manager weight on a logarithmic scale, it becomes apparent that these weights actually commence on April 11, a mere 10 days after the partition conversion. This suggests that once we hit 12 partitions, including all data in, in one of the partition, so total of 12, and then a partition for each day, the database began to struggle with managing the volume of lock requests. No, I'm going to need to talk about lock request here. With each partition having 22 indexes. So this, this is the first time I think he mentions how many indexes, right? Or I mentioned it, maybe he did. So the table has 22 indexes. That's a lot of indexes. But they are necessary, of course, for, for the business. But when you partition, you don't have just normal 22 indexes anymore. You have 22 index pair partition because it's just another table right so you still need these indexes on every single partition so now remember let's talk about locks a little bit uh, when you do an a select on a table on postgres at least or insert or update you acquire essentially two types of locks something called the table lock and something called the row locks. And the table lock or the relation lock, when you do a select, you do something called, we acquire something called access share, uh, access share lock. It's a very weak lock. It doesn't do anything. It just acquires it such that to tell the lock manager, such that to tell the, who, the database, hey, someone is selecting something from this table. It doesn't care what. Right, just say this table is being selected by this process. And if you know Postgres, each connection made to Postgres creates a new backend process. So it's like a one-to-one -one thing. And that's a whole discussion uh, in in uh, in a neat recent thread to for Postgres to move from processes to threads. That's a whole different thing, you know, a discussion. So it's a heavyweight operation to process versus thread. So we have processes. So every connection creates a process. So, and every process, if it queries anything, any table, touches any table in a transaction, right? It, it, create, it gets this table lock, right? So if you select, you get this access share lock. It's a very simple lock. Why? Because we want to know that someone is selecting to block other things, such as DDLs. You can't do a DDL if you're selecting. We don't let you because those are conflicting logs. I talked about that in another video. I'm gonna reference it there uh, here uh, to learn, if you wanna learn more about it. But there's, you need to have these conflicting logs, right? So there are certain table logs that conflict with each other. Some are 
they do not conflict, right? So while you select, you can still insert, you can still update. That's fine. Okay? And we also acquire raw locks that I'm not going to talk about uh, uh, for update locks. When you do an insert or you do an update, we do an a for update lock at the raw level. But we're here we're talking only about the table level locks and also index <laughs> locks. So when we do that, we acquire, let's do it just to select, right? Select acquires that table lock. If you do an insert, update, or delete, we acquire, I think, called row exclusive lock. That's, while it's confusing, that's actually a table lock, right? Row exclusive lock is actually a table lock. It's just called row exclusive, right? But that is another type of lock, and it's a table lock. So that's, that has to be an entry that says, hey, I am acquiring this lock. I am acquiring this lock. Can you imagine the cost of this locking? So you need a lock manager to manage all of this thing. All of this stored is stored in a table called Postgres, uh, the Postgres locks table. And there's a post, the lock manager manage all this stuff. You can see that it's not cheap to manage many, many, many locks. So let's go back to the article, see here. Each partition having 22 indexes, querying the order step, just, just querying, forget about editing, just querying, because querying is a select. Select is an access share lock, right? So just querying, you get 20, 220 locks per query. Why? How do they get that? Because you have 22 indexes, right? And for each partition, uh, each partition has 22 index. Not only you get a lock on the table itself, you also get a lock on the indexes as well. Access share lock on the indexes. Yes, because an index technically is also a relation, right? In Postgres, everything is a relation. So you have 10 times 22 indexes. I think he missed to include also the, the partition itself. So technically, it should be 22 uh, plus 1, so 23 times 10, right? Really, that's that's how it should be because you want to also include the table itself, the partition itself. So it's actually 230, and that's why you say 220 plus, right? And it's 10 partition because every day they are adding a new partition. That's There's a... Can you do it like automatically or it has to be a script that does it, right? To automatically add a partition. So fast forward, again, they didn't notice that. But again, when you get a lot of queries, you get all of this stuff. You might say, Hussein, we're querying. Okay, sure. We're querying the order table. If you query the entire table, you get 220, 230 logs, right? Because you're scanning all the partition. But what if I select one row? Here is where... A performance degradation in Postgres version 13, which is what they are on, eh? exists. If you are querying even a single order on a specific date, let's say I want to pick, give me the order on this day. That, that's it. Just give me that order on the day. Postgres still, unfortunately, creates a lock, which is the table lock, access share lock, on all the partitions. Yes, this is really bad. That just exacerbate the problem. That's why he he mentions that at the end of the blog. Fortunately, it's a, it's something has been fixed in Postgres 14. 
uh, it's not mentioned anywhere that I can find. I actually had to, uh, I have to verify it myself. I installed Postgres 13 and compared it to Postgres 14. And there it is. I query one partition. All the partitions are, are gets this lock. So what's the problem with this? So many locks creates contention. So fast forward 40 days later, and the lock manager weights had become a significant part of the total weight. At this part, at this point, we had 40 partition. Now you times 22, times 22, 23, if you add. Then you have what? 880 locks per query. Despite my effort to explicitly limit queries to specific partition ranges, the database continued to enforce locks on every partition. And that is, I wouldn't, I don't want to call it a bug. I think it was by design because when you query, they still need to look at the other partitions. Postgres 14, they optimize that not to do that. That's my thing. That's how I think about it. I don't know if I call it a bug, to be honest. Maybe you can disagree with me. He's sharing the same thought I had here. Upon initially partitioning the orders table, my apprehension centered on the potential issue of, incre of an increasing number of partitions, with parse and execution time prog progressively lengthening. I had anticipated a slow or gradual increase in latencies. I certainly did not foresee the database hitting an abrupt wall. That's a wall, actually. You have a lot of partitions. It's okay, as we scan the partition, as we figure out which partition to scan, we're going to hit a little bit of a latency, but I didn't really know that we're going to hit it so quick. And 40, day, 40 days after that, right? And now he's sharing queries like, okay, how to find out all the locks, how to find out all the other stuff. Like, I'm going to describe part of this. Knowing what a lock manager is, has a Google re a Google search didn't really turn up much stuff, but there was something called fast path, and I want to talk about that a little bit. You know, you see, I'm gonna summarize this a little bit, and then we skip skipping a little bit. Fast path, fast path locking is locking that doesn't use the lock manager essentially, and as a backend process, which is you think of it as a connection, you get 16 of those. And essentially what we use, we use like an in-memory data structure, like a tiny in-memory data structure, a part of the lock manager. And there is a hard-coded, literally a hard-coded, I wish I can have it. I think I have it here, maybe. actually do. Here's the source code. Um, for those listening, I'm looking at file in Postgres proc.h. And there is a constant called fp underscore lock underscore slots underscore pair underscore backend and that constant is 16 so it's it's not configurable at all it's a you have to recompile postgres to change it and so you can get 16 fast locks what does that mean it means once you hit that 16 table relation which is whether indexes or tables you're stuck that's it you're now out of your slots of the fast path now you have to switch to this slow path i suppose which is using the lock manager right if you use the lock manager then you're just basically fighting with mutexes you know because it's like how, how do you guarantee shared memory access right with with this it's like you're contending a lot of processes are contending on these uh shared resource which is the lock manager and that's where 
problems start to happen. If we acquire a lot of locks, problems happen. And here's your, he's showing a query how to actually see if you're in the fast path or 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 the not of the fa fast path essentially. And it's a, it's a, in the PG lock. It's literally a boolean fast path true or false. And it's pair process. It will tell you that okay, this lock has acquired has been acquired with with fast pass. Fast pass. What's that? Isn't isn't that the the road thingy? <laughs> fast pass. Oh, fast pass. Like mag genie, the Disney magic genie, right? The fast uh, lightning lane. <laughs> oh, so fast path, right? Or the lock manager, essentially. So every lock entry you see, you can know if it's. Uh, has acquired by the fast path or the slow path essentially pair process which is a back-end process and guess what not only that you you're essentially other processes can acquire locks as well right like the vacuum when you do vacuum and you also acquire lock but that's another another count essentially right it's just, it has its own count pair process i don't think uh that counts against the fast path. The vacuum auto vacuum may have a different counter for fast path. I might be wrong there. And then he goes, it goes into like, okay, how how did I find about this? He goes through the source code. The only solution is to actually read the source code to learn about this. And um, so yeah, if you have a lot of partitions, a lot of tables essentially, and and your process is reading many 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 tables, then be wary of this especially if you have long transactions if you like if you do a transaction and you commit quick query and commit you release those log so it's like what do i do he's like what do i do right solution is like okay time to move from daily partitions to weekly because he just learned that hey <laughs> daily part having a lot of partitions is a bad idea because of this so he moved from daily to weekly so now he has 100 million rows per partition instead of 10. Well, let's say 700, 770 million, seven, a week has seven days, right? And we, so he started, what, what, what do you want to do? Like, let's just start moving stuff. So he had problems moving data because he wanted to move seven tables into one. And even that created more contention. Because now he's inserting and creating more locks. He's just been locking himself and he'd been in call left and right. And so so nothing went right essentially for him at all. And also a very good important point here is when he was moving the seven partitions into one weekly, uh, we're inserting, right? Remember, we have what? We have essentially 22 indexes. So what he said, okay, oh, let me drop these indexes so inserts are faster because you have to maintain index management. It's like, ah, I don't, I don't need indexes. Let me, it's, it's a new table anyway, so let me just drop it. By dropping the index, he created an access exclusive lock, which essentially created a lock on on that table. I don't think that query be uh, that table was not queried actively there, but the fact that he's dropping the index essentially created more problems for him because now locking contention started to happen more locking and more locking when you drop an index essentially what happened is the t the full table is is locked as a, as an exclusive right unless you use concurrently which i don't believe he did there for other reasons as well right so it is really interesting when you when you actually into the 
in the mix of actually doing something, right? Everything goes wrong. And this is exactly what happened. Back to the video. Oh, look at that. They are using Nginx as a, as a gateway. So it's, this is where it says like gateway errors, which is Nginx uses the backend, the backend returns a gateway error, and the backend talks to the database, and that's where the wait's happening, right? So what he started to do is essentially, all right, let's now, okay, we moved things to the to the to the weekly. Now let's let's start to detach the partitions. <laughs> Another problem happened. Detach essentially to detach this daily partition because you don't longer need them, right? You need to remove them. And to detach these daily partitions, Postgres actually considered this a DDL because you're doing an alter table detach, right? And when you do that, it's a DDL. What does a DDL do? It acquires an access exclusive. This is the most aggressive lock. It's not a weak lock like the other types, right? So we, we talked about like weak locks or can be candidate for fast path. Right, only the weak locks. By the way, I, I don't. I don't think I mentioned that. Right, which is the weak locks are things that you acquire in insert, update, delete, and select. That's basically it. I think also other operations. Maybe the auto vacuum also is a weak lock. I might be wrong there. But but access exclusive is the most aggressive one. It's like doing a vacuum full, not a vacuum, a vacuum full, or an a drop table detached partition is also an access exclusive so ugh. so just by doing that he actually blocks by doing that you blocked essentially selects too you can even select from the ta from other tables the parent table gets uh, i think when you detach it you get an access exclusive on the parent table so the order table became completely inaccessible it's like oh my god that's even just skyrocketed the, the weights even more and more. <laughs> so, and guess what? In Postgres 14, there's a fix for this called uh, detach concurrently, which uh, acquires as a software lock, which allows you to continue to edit essentially. Uh, and, that's, and that's basically the problem. Yeah, so this is my tool that I wrote to actually show all the Postgres locks and what conflicts with what, right? So uh, there, if you scroll down, you will see that uh, detach partition, there is detach partition and there is detach partition concurrently. If you click on detach partition, it acquires an access exclusive lock and look what it blocks. It blocks command conflicting with alter table detach partition, pretty much everything. <laughs> Select, select for update, insert. You cannot do anything when you do a, a, a detached partition. But if you do it concurrently, you can. Uh, the only thing you are allowed to do a select, you are allowed to do an insert, you are allowed to do update, delete, but you can't do like normal vacuums are blocked, right? Uh, Reindex is blocked when you do that. So, so, so it's slightly a softer kind of lock with concurrently but he can't do that anyway because he's on postgres 13 and postgres 14 added that concurrently feature right again I, I didn't see that option in the feature matrix for some reason but i noticed it in the doc so it's like okay concurrently is available here but it's not available in 13. so that's uh pretty neat he included like he's like okay i had to kill some processes to move forward and now 
Now that he moved to weekly, he knows he's going to hit it again in four to six months as the partition, more partitions, uh, as more partitions start to, to accumulate. Right? One option is upgrading to PG-14, where apparent, apparently, is misspelled apparently, if I have a predicate filter limiting to query to one partition, then it will only take locks out of that partition. Uh, it will only lock that table. When I say lock the table, it will not like prevent editing or anything. It's just creates that soft, weak locks, as we talked about it, right? <laughs> only on that table, like, right? That's what I what that's what I thought too. When I query that partition, I only you should only lock only that partition. But no, Postgres 13 and before it locks all the partition and that creates more and more locks. So there's more management for locking. So locking is nasty when it comes to this stuff. When one thing I think I mentioned him on Twitter uh for this concurrently thing it's not in the blog but essentially you, you you could have also detached partition concurrently in postgres 14 as well and and that also will allow you to kind of will not kind of stop everything right it will just uh, uh it will allow you to continue editing at least and querying right you won't be dead in the wall so yeah i absolutely loved this blog i'm gonna share it below for you guys but yeah i learned a lot about this to be honest right postgres partitioning just watch out for it and if you're on postgres 14 or later you should be fine right it's, it's not as problematic as postgres 13 but man this is really interesting right i don't know what other problems might be there but yeah just uh thought i'll i'll, I'll talk about that a little bit see you